Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I reckon you'd be a Travelling Wilburys fan, Dad. Yeah, how could you not be with all those stars in that lineup? Who was the, who was the last one? There was uh, there was Tom Petty, there was George Harrison, there was Roy Orbison. Who was the other bloke? Uh, poor bugger. No, poor, hang on. I, poor, poor bugger. No. Um, did you say Jeff Lynn or not? Jeff Lynn. Jeff Lynn. Well done, Jeff. You've, I, mean, I think Bob Dylan as well. Bob Dylan, of course. Yeah, yeah. So, sorry, Bob. Robert Zimmerman definitely deserves to be there. Um, race form. This is the young Pedro free-for-all. You're still getting the prices. I'm not. I don't know what's going on. Um, but it's okay because I know there's been heavy support and I, I'm well aware that um, I've probably been partially responsible for it. So I'm not sure whether the money's everyone agreeing with me or um, trusting me. But um, I just see this. Now, racing, like life, I mentioned this in the form comment, Dad, it's not logical, but if logic dictates here, Crime Rider is fresh from about six or seven weeks. He's a son of a gun, he's first up from a break. Cosimo's a go-back horse, so too is Sahara Sirocco, and Courageous Saint isn't going well enough to have a crack at the start. Now, Max Delight, certainly back in the day, was probably considered one of the elite gate speed horses in the country. Now... He might not be quite as quick these days, but I think he's still got more than enough to get past Crime Rider, who I don't see why he would want to get into a war anyway after six or seven weeks off the scene. And if he leads here, this has got single-file situation written mm. all over it. Now, I, I, I want you to agree with me, but I, mm. I could feel with that conversation with Gareth Hall before that you're also quite... Um, eager to play devil's advocate to some degree as well. So <laughs> prosecute the case for what could go wrong, first of all, and then uh, give me your overall summary. All right. Key to this race. Remember last week I said uh, I want to see the horses in the parade ring before race three? Yeah. I mean, often I, I want to see them when they, they warm up anyway, particularly when they're first up. Now, you're working tomorrow night, aren't you? I am. Okay. Um, I feel confident in thinking that Matt Craven will want to run the gate with he's the son of a gun. Okay. He, he usually does. I have a little concern. Now, initially, let me just set it up. Initially, I looked at the race. I thought, Max Delight has to win. He's ready to win. Got the draw. Lead. Crime rider can't hold him out. Hasn't got the gate speed. He's the son of a gun. First up, probably go back. I'm changing my thought that he's the son of a gun. We'll probably go back. I think he'll probably go forward. And if he flies him off the arm, Matt Craven, um, I've seen him do it with plenty of horses first up before. I'm a little concerned Max Delight's lost his gate speed. There's my concern. Mm. Um, and I thought he jumped out at me initially. Um, the thing is, as long as Max Delight gets past Crime Rider early, if he is a son of a gun crosses, they might walk and they might single out an Indian file, but Max Delight's got to be in the right spot. Uh, behind he's the son of a gun. So Max Delight's 
first task is to cross Crime Rider. I'm not sure he can hold out. He's the son of a gun. So you'll be in the yard there. And, and look, whatever Matt Craven says there, if he backs up that he's going to come out of the gate, um, I, think he can, I, I think he can probably cross. He'll be the one that's overs. Market could change significantly. If Matty says, yep, I always come out of the gate with him, why would I stop now? Um, and, but it's a, the key here is the race fitness, isn't it? Um, this is a good horse. So, look, I've tipped Max Delight like you. He stood out when I first looked. I thought, yeah, he has to. But now I've just got my little concerns, and it's not with Crime Rider out sprinting him. It's actually he's the son of a gun yep. crossing him and being too good for him. So I've tipped Max Delight. But I think he's a son of a gun is the critical aspect of this race. Two, six, one. And I put Cosimo in for fourth, thinking he'd be the next horse back on the pegs. Well, I went two, one, six, and three. And here's, um, here are my thoughts. So, well, everyone knows him. I, I, so in my scenario that I've outlined, where he's a son of a gun, doesn't do a hell of a lot early. And we will learn this before tomorrow night because Matty Craven is joining me with... Uh, Vince DeCoco and Damien Wilson on uh, on Burning Questions. The return of Burning Questions. There's a relaunch a little bit later on today, and that will be um, podcast and, and up on socials, hopefully uh, this afternoon or tomorrow morning. Let's say this afternoon or tonight. So I, I'll, I'll get a good idea then. But I'll, I'll tell you this, and I reckon you'll agree then. I actually think, even though Max Delight leading with no pressure here, 300-metre race up the lane, single file, you know, that's perfect for him. He is actually a better horse following a helmet. Yeah. So if he can cross the one and he's the son of a gun crosses them both, I don't think I'll have a – my heart rate won't go up too high because yeah. he's the son of a gun is still first up. And critically here, so it would be a different situation if Max Delight could only have a – like it was covered up and there was a breeze horse and you've got your own, only 150 metres. If he's just, no matter who leads, it'll be single file, won't it, for a fair while? I would think so, so yeah. So Max Delight, basically David Aiken, with his race fitness on his side, if he's behind the leader, I reckon he can peel and, and, and charge after he's a son of a gun and ensure that it's not, you know, a furlong sprint up the lane. And that he can build some momentum and say, "Well, just how fit are you first up break?" So yeah, sure. It wouldn't. It wouldn't it, Max Delight. I mean, this is something you purport regularly. We talk about you know defining our bets by speed maps and wanting horses to lead, but sometimes the alternate scenario or the Plan B scenario isn't that bad either. And this is one of those cases for mine. Yeah, yeah, totally agree with you. As long as he's on the pegs, Max Delight. You know, that's why I say it's critical he crosses crime rider, and I think he will. I think he's just a bit, bit quicker out. But when was the last time you saw Max Delight uh, pushed off the arm here? And I, I just think, personally, I think he's the son of a gun's quicker out of the gate. But is he a length and a half quicker to cross if they really want to show uh, their hand with Max Delight in the first hundred? Because Personally, this race will be won in the first 100 metres, I think. So much of it is about intent, isn't it? Like, it, it, in my opinion, honestly, um, he doesn't always come out this quick. When he's the son of a gun, when the, when the button is really pushed, I don't think there, there, I don't think there is a faster horse out yeah. in Victoria. He is blazing. But then you've got to marry that up with first up from a break, don't you? You've got to marry it up with... 
exactly where the horse is at. And this is what we'll learn from Matty Craven um, and what their targets are. And if you do blaze off the gate and for whatever reason Max Light holds you, what are the consequences down the track? All of this is what makes harness racing, in my opinion, the most gratifying intellectual um, form option that we have in uh, of the three racing codes and, in fact, sport everywhere because because of all these questions. But we can't ever 100% know the answers, can we? No, not at all. But that also makes it interesting. If we all knew the results beforehand, oh, you wouldn't get the blood pumping like you do nowadays, do you? So um, you look at it, it's healthy. It's healthy to have oh. that blood running through your veins and... Yeah, you and, know, the, and, yeah. The, and the glory when you and the glory like, but you get it wrong, you get it wrong. But the glory when you do, when you get it right, is infinitely greater, isn't it? Because it wasn't. It's not simple. It's not um, fundamental. It's not basic. It's not. Um, it's not novice stuff. You've got you've got to look into it, and you've got to pick your poison. You've got to choose your adventure. And if you get it right, well, you deserve to throw your arms in the air, don't you? Yeah, that's exactly right. And then you butter up and try to run a marathon again. It's it's not easy sometimes, but a bit like playing a chess game. When you get that checkmate, you feel pretty powerful. And then you look at how much you've had on the horse and you always regret that you didn't put twice as much on. That's right, guys. Putting, putting, putting is a, uh, it's a long game. Now, I am massively intrigued by the first leg of the quality before we go to the news. This is... So, you know, I love to talk about the maps and the atlas and tactics and tempo and race shape and all the rest of it. This is a race where even if you get it right, I'm sort of throwing it out the window and just going, okay, where are the class horses? Who's in form? Um, and then you look at the prices comparative to your own. And there's a little bit going on here. Um, Cobble was excellent again. I know you're a fan. Uh, last week, Just Little Sib was, you know, I think he's a very, very, very good horse going forward. But Cobble had to go from last to first and... His run was fantastic. I think it's too short at $3.80, though. Um, Vanquish Stride is absolutely flying. Serge Blanco comes back from racing in the Bill Jury Cup. Ever hoping, according to Greg Sugars on Trots Vision last week, is working the equal of AG's White Sox at home. There's a bit going on here, Dan. There is. Critical horse again. I know we say it week in, week out. I reckon it's mighty flying art. Um, he, he led, uh, wasn't good enough uh, last week, uh, backed up during the week. He led from seven. He got run down and was well beaten, but the intent was there, pushed on, they led. This time, um, if they crossed, would they take a trail? Because if pull the other leg leads, there's no pressure in the race. Um, I think Sanday might come across, likely to sit parked. Um, I doubt pull the other leg, they would take a trail because all of his wins in Australia have been when he has worked to the lead and held it. Uh, the only other horse I could see making, uh, potentially making a move um, is Serge Blanco, and that's not a given. It's more the fact that he's race fit, and if they go slow, he could work around. Now, I don't think Jordan Leadham will go as slow as he did last week on pull the other leg. He's got to get to the front first, but I think if he can, and he's a good chance to do it, Dennis, I can't see holding up. Tillaby Nitro, they don't like to leave with him anymore. He's fitter and he can go better. Mighty Flying Art could be the fly in the ointment. Cobber hasn't got the early gate speed. Vanquish Stride wouldn't be pushed out early. And Sanday can get out, but it's a stable, mate. When they settle, if pull the other legs in front, he doesn't get any pressure. So I, I thought he was clearly the horse to beat here. And I'm interested that this race, there is no market up at the moment. Um, he could open up $10.00. If he does have something on him, he could open up a dollar ninety because the speed map suggests there's nothing to put pressure on him. 
So I've worked around horses that are ready to win, like uh, Vanquish Stride and Let's Rock, Let's Roll. They need the pace on, and I'm not sure it's going to be on. Who's going to be potentially a sacrificial lamb? Ever hoping to sit sprinter. If he gets off the pegs, he might be the horse to go up and sit without cover, but he's got to get clear running to do that. Maybe the race needs that. But if it doesn't happen, uh, four, pull the other leg. Seven, Sanday. They might dictate leader and outside the leader. Eleven, Serge Blanco. And, and eight, ever hoping. Um, I, I don't want to leave out Vanquish Stride, but I just don't know how the race scenario is going to suit him. Four, seven, 11 and eight. This is amazing because we, um, particularly, you know, last week, most weeks, we see things very similarly. I have got like an almost opposite opinion on this race, and that's beautiful because people can um, work through them. I'll prosecute my case, okay? Um, I've got Vanquish Stride on top purely because he's, Absolutely ablaze. Uh, he'll need a little luck. He always does. White draw again. Um, Cobber, yes. I really like the run last start. Here's what I reckon is going to happen, though, tactically, Dan. Mm. be Nitro, they don't like running him off the gate. But I reckon he can come out under his own steam and lead the pole just without being asked. Then Mighty Flying Art takes over for mine. And I don't think... Based on what we've seen, there was a 24-hour backup after last Saturday night for Mighty Flying Art. I don't reckon they'll hand up to pull the other leg. I reckon they'll lead again and say, I'll tell you what, he's now, he's getting close to Cherry Ripe. We're going to hold the top here. And so I reckon Julie B. Nitro is actually value at, at $16. The first up run was not bad. He wouldn't have to improve a hell of a lot if he was behind the leader to be dangerous. Ever hoping. What are my stats here? Ever hoping... I thought it might be the one to get off quickly and whip around. It's had 12 of its last 20 starts. It is a sit sprinter, and I know this is South Australian form, some of it. 12 of his last 20 starts have been in the breeze. He's won five of them and placed in another five. Ever hoping, I don't think, I think we saw last week, he is not as effective when he's held up for one very short, sharp sprint. So I don't think they will follow through, particularly given they're following out there, so I think they'll get off. Um... Then there's Serge Blanco. And to be honest, I don't think you should get off Let's Rock, Let's Roll entirely because you were pretty keen last time out. And who knows, they might go absolutely berserk here and he'd be suited by that as well. Oh, he needs that. So does Finn Frost. Um, there's a few that Vanquish Stride, Cobber probably. Um, there's a few. That's why I say Mighty Flying Art's the key horse. And you've obviously factored that into the equation. He's the key horse there. Um, because if Pull the Other Leg leads, he's going to be the horse to beat. And there's potential for no moves. So if Mighty Flying Art leads, may sustain slightly more pressure. He might get that gun run. But I think a few more come into it. And like you said, Jellyby Nitro, here's a horse that competed in the Inter-Dominion series. Looks well placed. We're going to go to the news when we come back. I need your numbers for the big six for races four and five, Dan. Back in a moment, just find out what's happening in the world. And when we return, there's still plenty of races to go on the Friday form panel. D Mills and Javon. What are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Oh, yeah. Oh, this is a belter. One of the Foxtel songs I talk about all the time. Absolute belter. Um, big six, please. I'll, I'll go first. 
Yeah. Uh, for race four, I'm going to include these are hard because we would like to stagger them, wouldn't we? But, but um, mm. we'll probably spend an hour and a half each tomorrow, um, Dan, <laughs> trying to work out. Um, so you'll have Sahara Breeze one hour and then a little bit of a saver on a little bit of lead and all the rest. I'm going one out Max Delight in race four. You'll play a little wider. Uh, only slightly. I'm going to throw he's a son of a gun in. So potential for the first two legs to have Sahara Breeze, Little Miss Lily, three and five into two and six. Max Delight and he's a son of a gun. And then from the third, well, third leg, um, if you want to stay alive, you're going to get the first two over and done with. I think you want to stay alive. So I'm in the order of the, the way I favour them, four pull the other leg, seven Sanday, 11 Serge Blanco, eight Ever Hoping, two Jillaby Nitro, six Vanquish Stride. And, and with your scenario, I can't afford to leave out uh, Let's Rock, Let's Roll because before last week he was driven out of his comfort zone. I thought he was going terrific. So him in as well. Um, you, you've got more than half the field. Maybe it's easier if you can afford it to take field and just swallow your pride instead of 10% avid for five. Well, it's interesting, isn't it? Um, the more we spoke about that race, the more I thought this is nearly field. But I'm playing field in a later leg. So okay. I'm going to go 2, 5, 6, 8 and 11 and... If pulled the other leg or Let's Rock, Let's Roll wins, I'll be making the long trek up to visit Dan Malecki and just say, okay, let's, let's, let's go Harvey's and yours. I'll cheer it on for you. I'll buy into yours. Um, <laughs> so uh, I would like to go to Nilly Field, but uh, there's another leg they'll be doing that in. Race six is the ABG Gold Bullion, three-year-old Colts and Geldings final. A couple of these races, like, this is most interesting. I'm looking forward to your mm. thoughts because um, I keep hearing that People still want to be with um, the big Melbourne Ruckman. I've got to tell you, I want to take him on to some degree, but um, may, he will go in my Quadian Big Six, but I want to hear your case, and I'm wondering if you've got nine on top. Look, I haven't got him on top. He's definitely going to be very hard to beat. Um, still very green, isn't he? Big, gawky horse and green, and thought he, he just switched off, and that's what cost him the race. Um at Kilmore, but um, the the front row is interesting because I thought initially when I looked at it, I thought Roryville came out of the gate well enough. It was a good good run because it fought before it took a trail, and then it was still strong to outpunch um, a Gorn last up. But Cheers to Lou might be quicker out of the gate. So if Cheers to Lou led over seventeen twenty, um, where's Roryville going to be? Is it going to be behind the leader? If it is, I still think it's a really Good winning chance, good each way chance. Four, uh, nine, which is gone. Seven, Mr. Hunter. What I was thinking of, Mr. Hunter comes out of the gate, cheers to Lou. Just the fine line between leading, wanting to sustain um, the lead as opposed to the pressure forthcoming from Mr. Hunter. I think they've got to go forward, Mr. Hunter. Um, does Gorn push through and then come around? Mr. Hunter ends up 1-1. That could be the scenario. If that's the case, they're your top four. Just not sure of the order. Four, Roryville. Nine, Gorn. Seven, Mr. Hunter. And five, cheers to Lou. All right. I've gone seven, four, nine, ten. What a banger of a tune, Matteo. It's an absolute cracker. Um, all I'll say is this. If Gorn wasn't trained by Emma Stewart... Now, I know he broke the score up and... Um, dollar twelve SP profile yada yada yada, but second line draw here. I don't think it would be the price that it is if it wasn't trained by uh, Emma and Clayton. And uh, as you mentioned, isn't it? Isn't it? Well, Petrarca's only a little horse, so he doesn't represent Christian Petrarca. But Gorn is a little bit like the Ruckman. Um, mm. Late developer Gorky, I'm going to take a little bit of time, and I'm looking at Mr. Hunter. And so this is the horse who's here to def- 
well, he's not here to defend his ground because he's a three-year-old, not a two-year-old, but he's here to go back to back in the gold bullion. And I, to be honest, I know you can look at the times and everything and say, well, there's nothing special here, but he keeps winning. Yeah, yeah. And he's a good horse. We already know he's a good horse. He keeps winning. He's versatile. He's professional. I don't think that wide draw will be the end of the world for him. Um, and you know what? Both winners had soft runs in their heats, but... Well, they were both really slowly run. Both heats were slowly run. And they were both impressive. Look, I, this sounds silly, Dan, but I'll tell you what. If a horse is behind the leader and it is able to beat the leader to the point where you can see the number, so more than half a length, basically... That is actually, they're still impressive wins. People think they're soft nothing wins. But if you're able to just go past the leader and win by more than half a length, they are impressive victories. Yep. I feel a bit awkward because Gareth's here and he's tip going and I'm tipping against it. But anyway, he'll uh, leave it a moment. I'm with Mr. Hunter. I, I just see one, 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 one. Vince Sokogo has managed this horse incredibly well. I'm with it over Roryville. And Gorn, they're the three that I'll be uh, throwing in my big six and my quaddy. I thought Heat Seeker was good. I thought they were an number. I'll tell you one that I've isolated as a massive place option is Rock and Roll Gronk, also for Vince DeCoco. Anthony Butt, reasonable gate speed, um, I think improved, has ability, improved last start, and uh, I, I think it's a go as well. So seven, four, nine, and ten, my numbers there. We'll move on to race seven before we go to another break. Um, you're with Better Believe It. You're with We Better Believe It. This is the leg that I'm playing the field in, by the way. I can make a case for all of them. 1,720 metres, so there was a few that I'm ruling out by the way I see the race potentially being running, being run. There's one question that I probably can't answer it or I'm, um, there's ambiguity between the way I look at the race and it's We Better Believe It, I think, will head off coast of time. Last time did it easily when they had similar draws. But what does Matt Craven do there? With a horse who's got a really good turn of foot, like we better believe it, and to be fair, it doesn't win that often. You only have to look at its recent form. It, all of its runs have been terrific, hitting the line hard, often not leading though. So if it did run across the lead, would Matt, and this will be one of your questions, I dare say, not telling you what to do, but it's critical. Well, maybe you um, tell me what to do, Dan. Is, is he inclined in his thought process in believing that we better believe it is a better sit sprinter because he's fast off the gate but because if he tried to sustain leading all the way here it could backfire and he could capitulate or he leads with the aim of taking a trail getting the sprint lane who does he take the trail behind is it wine gum could got a smudge go forward is there something that i'm not seeing um just roll your own i could see going around but not necessarily leading Interesting question because I think we yeah. better believe it's ready to win. Um, and and Matt's because usually Matt's an aggressive driver that yes. will sustain the lead. And I guess it might depend on how comfortable he gets it for the first two or three hundred, uh, or if there's something a Johnny on the spot there straight away to make him think, well, yeah, I'll, you're a good horse to sit behind. Uh, and I wonder if that would be a wine gum uh, or got a smudge. Got a smudge was terrific last start. It was it's a stable mate. If we better believe it. Um, it's ready to win the three, We Better Believe It. I think just roll your own. If, if We Better Believe It did lead, just roll your own might roll around the outside or attempt to uh, in the very early part of the race because he'll come out of the gate that follows Winegum through on the front line if Springfield Affair doesn't get a run. Hope that makes sense. Three, ten, four, and if Heavenly Charm, she's got the pegs, she's good on the pegs, 
Could be three back, might be four back, but could still run a place. Three, ten, four and eight. I love that we've got different rates on a few of these races because um, it's exciting. So I I agree, if we better believe it leads, he's the one to beat. And I I, I do believe Matty Craven would hold it because he went better than one gum. I thought that 1,200 metre race, even in defeat. Um, The only one that we haven't mentioned that could bomb the lot is the Wolf. The Wolf has got exceptional early speed, drawn seven, couple inside that might not run out, um, but that's a bit dangerous as well. I have gone ultimately eight, three, five and ten. I'm in love with Heavenly Charm. Now, Heavenly Charm is an infinitely, infinitely, infinitely better horse on the pegs. Well, it's landed there by the draw here. It's going to be behind the leader or three poles, in my opinion, and the only caveat I'll say, we better believe it in for a second, major danger, got a smudge flying, I agree. Just roll your own can improve. The only little caveat to what you've said, we have seen them against each other once off the gate. Ghost of Time and We Better Believe It. And We Better Believe It was much better out. But I reckon that was the slowest beginning Ghost of Time has shown in its last 15 starts. They're drawn, if Springfield Affair comes out, they're drawn right next door to each other. And Ghost of Time has just won impressively. I don't know. I don't know that the lead's going to be there that easily. Ollie's going absolutely berserker over the basketball out there. We'll give him a breather. We'll give ourselves a breather. We'll take a break, come back, two more races. We've got best bets and multiculture to come as well. So stick with us. Friday form battle, Dan Malicki and Jabon. Welcome back. A few little burning questions, issues that I'm dealing with. Uh, right. Now, we've uh, we've given our race five and race six tips for the big six. Uh, four, seven, and nine, by the way. I'm going within the gold bullion three-year-old Colts and Geldings final. And then field. Sorry, uh, if you can hear that, Ollie, in race seven. What about you, Dan? Um, fourth leg, four, seven, and nine, which is race six. Race seven... Uh, three, four, and ten. Right. Now, this is... Of the three gold bullion finals, this one is worth a little bit less. Limited for time here. But um, this is the most exciting for mine because we get to learn another thing about District Attorney. Pediante is going to lead. District Attorney, forward or back. Back work last time. I think they have to roll forward here. Kafaji's at the crossroads. And I think is a wonderful place bet at $2.80, in my opinion, Dan. Who? I think I think we'll run through. Th- sorry, for a second there, I thought you meant Kafaji. Kafaji at the crossroads. I think he's a wonderful place there. <laughs> sorry, I misread that. <laughs> uh, lovely. Uh, but I, no, the horse, I think, who I've got a big opinion of, I think it's very progressive. Mm. It's Tiddles 80. Kafaji, I just think, I don't. I think you're. You couldn't have it. Not, no. not on what I've seen this time. I reckon it's district attorney to beat Pediante to beat, I think, really. But. Um, mm. District Attorney is, we're going to learn, the beauty of following this horse now is we're going to learn a little bit more. There's going to be tests and stepping stones and the 12 pillars of Hercules, isn't there, for District Attorney on his way to becoming that real good horse that we all think he is. Yeah, look, no doubt about that. And he's hard fit as well. Uh, but he might have to be here. Look, he might end up without cover. Um, Pettigon's got good gate speed. I would anticipate Pettigon would lead. Uh, District Attorney might have to sit without cover. But he's got that race fitness where I think Mick Bellman would have the confidence to do that. He might end up with the cover. Kavaji could press forward, sit parked, and he just gets the dream run. 
I didn't think there was a lot between Petty Hunt and District Attorney with the way the race might be run, but I'm going with the race fit horse, District Attorney. I'm confident enough that he's in the zone. From two, Petty Hunt, I, I threw Kafaji in. He's best good enough, definitely run third. And like you said, I think has got to be a, a top chance. Um, five, two, seven, eight. Um, look, I, with all due respect, every other horse in the race, I can't see anything else even running in the top four. Two and five will be my final leg of the big six. Um, yeah, same. Um, and the final race, I've got no idea. I really, I can't help you. Short, I like one here. Do you? I've, I've gone, I'm going short his money each way because I couldn't imagine him possibly finding an easy race. But interesting that Springfield Affair is now in the care of Marg Lee. And he is going well and rightfully the favourite for the race. I, we both do our form. We'll often do it earlier on in the week. Yeah. Sometimes there'll be something sitting in your head from a horse's previous start. Straight away, you know, this horse is going all right. I, you know, there's a race for it soon. And when Alder Rage come up with Barrier 1, and I thought, oh, you found the right race here. So I've done my form and selections. If I told you what price I priced him, it wouldn't shock you, but it would in comparison to the price. I can't believe it's $23. I think it's going really well. I can find reasons why it performed well without necessarily mm. having a lot of luck in a lot of its recent races. I think it gets, obviously it gets the gun draw, and it can hold up into a prominent spot, maybe not have to lead. Captain Wilson's the, the key to the race. If he's somewhere near right and they can run along, all the rage on the peg. I, I think he's a, an each-way value long shot special. All right, we'll talk about that in a moment because we're going to go to our final break, come back, give our best bets of multiculture. Friday 4 panel.